Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Romans chapter 8, verse 25. Romans chapter 8. Brian, can you come here for just a moment, Pastor Brian? Come stand right here where everybody can see you. What does that say? But if we... But if we, come on, but if we hope, hope for what? What we do not see. If we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. I like this. Eagerly waiting. Who likes to eagerly wait? I don't think I've ever eagerly waited at a grocery store or in a line to go see a movie. I never was eagerly waiting. I was eager to see the movie. I wasn't eagerly waiting. I was frustratingly waiting. I was ticked off waiting. I was impatient waiting. But if we... Let's try it again, class. If we... Oh. If we hope. Thank you. Hope. Isn't he handsome? Is, listen, hope is what brings an eagerness in your perseverance, an eagerness to your patience, an eagerness to your waiting. Because you don't mind waiting because you know the waiting isn't forever. And you know what's on the other side of the waiting mm, is the hope realized. What is it that you're hoping for? What is it that you're eagerly waiting for? Now, we know that we as believers, we are all eagerly waiting for the day when we will see him face to face. And that makes every trouble and every trial worth going through. As Paul said, our light affliction, he called it a light affliction. Now, I think I've got problems from time to time. And then I read what Paul went through. And I think, man, I don't have any troubles. And he said, it's a light affliction compared to the eternal weight of glory. That is, whenever we see Jesus, whenever we come to the fullness of this salvation, every pain, every struggle, every defeat, every failure, every sin, everything, every disappointment, every injustice, all of that will be swallowed up in this glory. Like we won't even be able to recall it because he's going to wipe away Every tear from our eyes. If we eagerly, or if we hope, if we hope, that's the key to it. If we hope for what we do not see, then we eagerly wait for it. We know that it's coming. We don't have to cross our fingers, knock on wood, rub a rabbit's foot, roll the dice, no. We hope. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, you got to have hope. you got to have hope. You ever been watching the news, and I don't recommend it too often, but watching the news, and I, I can remember watching, uh, you know, a reporter over in Afghanistan or, or maybe Iraq, and they were giving the report on the war at the time, and 
And so they had the double windows up, right? They have, they have the anchor talking to us, the local guy, and then they have the guy over there in Afghanistan. He's in another one. They've got a split window, right? So you can see both of them. And he says, Bob, tell us about what's going on over there. Can you, can you tell us what's happening right now? And Bob's waiting. What's he waiting for? He's waiting for that signal to get there. And you're like, the conditions are here are dire right now. As a matter of fact, we are just outside of the DMZ here, and, um, and, and it's a treacherous time. And so uh, right now the U.S. forces are blah, blah, blah. Back to you. Okay, Bob, can you tell us um, blah, blah, blah? And in that waiting, there's this tension. There's this tension there, isn't there? There's an awkwardness to it. This says if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Next. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. You send up that prayer, and you're like, has he heard it yet? Has the message gotten to him yet? And there's that waiting, that waiting, that awkward waiting, that tension. But hope will not allow you to be robbed of your joy in your waiting. Hope will not allow you to be robbed of your peace in your waiting. The scripture says that the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of God in Romans chapter 14 verse 17 bring that up let's gamble Romans 14 verse 17 for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost Ooh, I like that that kingdom that's inside you that kingdom that is within you Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. When you have this hope, you're saying, I'm letting it be in my life as it is in the kingdom. Woo! In my life. And, and, and in, in order for it to happen here as it does there, I understand that there is seed time and harvest. I understand that there is faith and patience before I inherit that, before I see it. And I'm eager and I'm waiting, but I'm not waiting with despair. I'm waiting with hope because God is true. And the scripture says, let God be true and every man a liar because he will do what he says he will do. And his word will come to pass and it will not fail you. He is the surest thing and his word is the surest thing in your life. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. That part right there helps me a lot in verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Do you know that as you hope, the Spirit hopes for you? Likewise means in the same way. In the same way that you hope for what you do not see, the Spirit hopes for you. God has hope in you. See, that He's really on your side. See, He's not... He's not like Eric Holler. 
Yeah, we'll see this time. We'll see if he, we'll see if he comes through this time. Yeah, we'll see. You've said that before. Yeah, we'll see. No, God's not like that. God's not cynical. He's not bitter. He's not keeping a record of wrongs. He is in constant hope for you because of the hope that is in you, because of his Savior, because of his Son's Spirit that is in you. That same Spirit that raised him from the dead lives in you. You are a new creation in Christ. That's why God has a hope for you. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Well, what's the weakness? Well, you're looking at it. This flesh helps us in our weakness, helps us in our weakness up here. Our finite thinking, we're so convinced of things and so dumb at the same time about what we're convinced about and so ignorant. And yet the Spirit has a hope for us to help us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. I feel like I know how to pray. But when the Apostle Paul says we, he throws himself in that mix. I think, well, if he don't know how to pray, I don't know how to pray. I mean, even the disciples came to Jesus, remember? They said, teach us. Teach us to pray. Sons of Israel, you don't know how to pray? No, we don't know. We don't talk to God like Jesus does. We don't know him like you do. But we don't know because we're bound by this. We're bound by earthly things. We're bound by the flesh and we don't have the eternal knowledge of things, but we do have his spirit in us to help us. And that spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Oh, man, that blesses me big time. You know, I get a picture of when it says with groanings which cannot be uttered. How many of you like football? Yeah, this soccer thing, I don't get it, but football I get. <laughs> football I get. <laughs> because there's this moment when your team is down, and you've seen it with your team, and there's two seconds left in the game, and your team is down by four points. All they can do to win is score a touchdown and they're on their own 40-yard line. What are they going to do? Hail Mary. So they call the play, and that quarterback goes back, and he hurls that ball as far and as fast as he can. And when you're watching it, That's kind of what I see the Spirit doing. <laughs> With groanings which cannot be uttered. Come on! You can do it! Come on! Get up again! Come on! You can make it! You can overcome this! Come on! Get back up! Stand up! Try again! Come on! I'm for you! He's making intercession for you. With groanings. Groanings which cannot be uttered. Next. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for you according to the will of God. Who is it that's praying for you? 
Yeah, the Spirit is praying for you. Now, this is amazing. The Spirit prays for us and Jesus prays for us. The, Spirit, the Scripture says that He's our high priest. We have an advocate with the Father. In other words, we have one who speaks on our behalf for us. And He ever lives to make intercession for us. So even when we throw up weak prayers, we don't know what to pray as well. We can't really sometimes see it. It's like Jesus kind of takes our mess and says, here, Father, this is what they mean. <laughs> this is what they're trying to say because I, I understand them. I walked with them. I looked them in the eyes. I healed their sick. I taught them. And I saw their hunger for the things of God. I saw them in their pain. I get them. I understand them. This is what they're trying to say. This is what they're saying. I love that. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. What does that mean then? If he makes intercession for us according to the will of God, what can be the result of that then? Well, the next verse says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. My God. Then, why would we ever despair? Why would we ever lose hope? Why would we ever give up? when we have this reality. And what I say to you tonight is you keep praying. You keep opening your mouth. Well, I don't know how to pray. Just pray. If, if all you can say is, help me, Jesus. Say, help me, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You don't know how to, just, just pray. Just talk to him. Jesus will help you. The Spirit will help you. They're there. They're there. They're there listening. They're there waiting on you. They're waiting on your utterance. What is it that you need to say? It? Just ask and you will receive. Whatever things you desire, when you pray, you believe, you receive them and you will have them. And if you'll just offer up something to him, he can help it and, and pray for you according to the will of God. Oh, according to the will of God. Well, how important is that? Well, let's look at 1 John chapter 5 for a moment. I'm almost through. I hope this is helping you. I don't know if anybody's getting encouraged, it's me. I hope you are too. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Now this is the confidence that we have, where? In Him. We have no confidence outside of Him. We, now this is the confidence we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So let me ask you this. You're talking to the Lord. Jesus is there to help you, and He's making intercession for you, according to the will of God, is God hearing you? Okay, good. He is. Next, 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. I love all the assurances of this. There's no, well, we'll see what the Lord will do. No, no, no. We know that we have what we prayed for. Because our confidence is not in us. 
It's in Him. Our confidence is in Him. And we have one speaking on our behalf. You got the best lawyer in town. <laughs> and He's speaking. Now listen to me. What I love is that He's not sitting there talking to a judge. He's talking to a father. The father of lights. Our father in heaven. This is the confidence we have. If we hope for what we do not see, don't limit your hope to what you see. Don't limit your expectation to what you can only see but what you can't what you can't and let that kingdom of God rise up on the inside of you so that you say Lord I'm not concerned about time in this deal I know your word is true I know I have what I've asked for if it takes five minutes if it takes five years if it takes 50 years you will not fail me. We eagerly wait. We eagerly wait. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the waiting, in the struggle, in the tension, look up. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. He's there in the beginning. He's absolutely going to be there in the end. And he who began that good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Jesus don't just start stuff. He finishes everything he starts. He already did. Amen. Let's finish up here. Let's finish up. Uh, back to Romans 8, um, verse 28, and we'll start there in Read a couple more verses. And we know that all, let's all just read this verse together out loud. Ready? Read. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. That's beautiful. I'll read, uh, verse 29, let's, uh, I'll read this. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. Whom he justified, these he also... Now let me ask you something. Are you living in a glorified body? Not yet. I don't care what your spouse says to you. They're lying to you. If they th you might be beautiful or handsome, but you ain't glorified yet. Huh? No, but look. He justified and says these he also, you see how complete it is. Now we're looking forward to that glorified, but to him it's done. The work was finished. He justified you. He glorified you. Praise God. That's why I'm saying we have this hope. If we hope, if we hope, if we hope. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, you got to have hope. You got to have what's on Brian's shirt. Keep reading. Verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? 
The Spirit's praying for us. Jesus is praying for us. He's helping us in all our weaknesses. He's hoping for us. He's praying according to the will of God. Everything's working out for good. He predestined us to be conformed to the image of, of His Son, which we already do look like in the Spirit, but now we understand that the work is complete. He not only justified us, but He glorified us as far as God's concerned. We're saved, spirit, soul, and body. What do we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Woo! If God is for you, it doesn't matter who's against you. He who spared not his own son, verse 32, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? His, his hands are open. He's a right now ready God. He's a right now ready Father who says, everything I have is yours. I gave you my best. I ain't holding anything back from you. And he freely gives it. God, help us to be confident in you. Help us, Lord, to not be silent. Help us, Lord, to not look at the things which are seen, because the things that are seen are temporary, but to look at those things that are not seen, which are eternal. And I declare tonight to you who are sitting here, watching by live stream or listening by podcast, have hope. Hope in God. Hope in God. Hope in Him. Hold fast the profession of your hope without wavering, for He who promised is faithful. Yes. Keep saying that hope. Keep speaking that hope because it's coming. And eagerly wait for it. Don't get discouraged. Take courage. Take heart because Jesus has already overcome the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, right now for your ministry here. Thank you that you're a very present help in time of distress, a very present help in time of trouble. And we take this moment, Lord, tonight to remember you are on our side. And even in our distress and even in our sadness and even in this moment of loss as a church, God, we have hope. We have and your word says, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. It's your love that gives us hope. It's your love that keeps us looking forward. It's your love that helps us to continue to believe. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Can we sing that song one more time together? You're going to have to lead this, I think. Our voice is done. Just lead us in like the chorus and bridge or whatever, and then um, we'll be dismissed tonight. Let's just take a couple minutes to just kind of wrap this up and worship to God tonight. And it, uh, whatever it is that, you have need of tonight, just, just voice it to the Lord. Just give it to Him and have that hope. Have that hope. Hold on to that hope because He's hoping for you. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together.
his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace in Jesus name amen and amen amen God bless you thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the message for more information about One Cause Church please visit us online at onecausechurch.com